where does one even begin? <laughs> the sun has barely risen. My tits are grazing my kneecaps. I'm having actual human interaction for the very first time in two weeks. I am sitting digitally with my very good friend, Beacon of Light, champion Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? You know, I'm not doing amazing, okay. which is why I'm so happy to see your face this morning. Uh, we were just talking about how we've been doing solo episodes. Yes. Recently, because everybody's fucking stupid. Everyone's stupid. I'm like, also, it's funny. Some of the things that get pitched to me, I Oof. literally got a pitch the other day. It was like a self-love guru. I, I said, this is the wrong audience. <laughs> yeah. No, pivot accordingly. Wrong. Ding, ding, ding. Nope. No. No, I'm the biggest cynic critic of my own self. I don't need some dude sitting me down to tell me how I need to love myself. Here's the problem. I love myself so much that Too I'm a much. bitch. Too much. Too much. <laughs> same. Same. Yeah. We need to deplete the self-esteem. You know, all those people who stand on those podiums are crying themselves to sleep every night anyways. Oh, absolutely. They're like $80,000 in crippling credit card debt. Like, I don't, I fucking see right through it. Broken human beings. <laughs> yeah. Also, would you agree with the sentiment that self-improvement is overrated? Yeah, because listen, everybody's sort of shitty in their core. So like, there's only so much you can fix. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. And don't you think it's such a better and more accepting way of life to just understand your flaws and your demons at the root of your core and then just kind of bask in that? Absolutely. I mean, that's all you can do. You know, I know that there are a couple inherent things that I'm just bad at. I'm not great at being organized. I don't Same. I really don't know how to do anything on the Microsoft Word, Excel, PowerPoint. Like I just Ugh. I'm not that's not I'm not great at money. You know, taxes aren't really my strong suit. <laughs> so I know how to like outsource, you know what I mean? Hire someone to do that. Yeah. Which is crazy that you're not Jewish because it's, you're giving me all the Jewy tingles. Literally. I am such a Jew. It's unbelievable how Jewish I am. I know. I know. It's not a good time to be a Jew right now amidst the holiday season. We are in the thick of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Is, you know what? Fuck off. It's <laughs> Do you know what I did last night? What? By the way, I am in such a sodium. Like, I feel like I was brined last right. night. Like, <laughs> like, I sat in the fridge in some type of, like, saline situation. Yep. I sat in silence. I, I didn't even realize I was sitting in silence for two plus hours. TV off, which is weird because I have always need the sounds. Right. Need the distraction. Need the candles. Need the whole thing. I was sitting in silence staring into a blank wall, drinking vodka, on the verge of hysterically laughing and hysterically crying for two hours and 13 minutes. Can I tell you, that sounds actually magical. If I didn't have so many fucking people in my house right now, i.e. I'm living with my mother and now my sister moved back in, I would love that like 30 minutes or two and a half hours to myself with a crisp vodka and like no one talking to me. I would I would revel in that. It's you know what? It wasn't the worst moment of my week, but it was it was a moment that made me I extracted from my own body and I was like, huh, how you doing, girl? Right. 
Can I tell you all of this time home, which I think would be refreshing for a lot of people. I'm and I don't have kids, so I can't even imagine what it's like to have kids. But I'm those so women are heroes amongst heroes, us. Heroes. Heroes. I am so goddamn exhausted. I did not mm-hmm. know you could physically be this exhausted. I don't know yeah. why I'm so unbelievably fucking tired. Is it the culmination of the year? Could be. Is it that I have time to sit around and just brew and hate and everything and everyone? Maybe, but I don't know what to do. I'm just so sleepy all the time. Yeah, it's like a it's a lethargia that I think has set in. Yeah. The second that it turns December. Now, the reason I wanted to sit with you. Mm hmm. And kibitz is because many would say that it is the most joyful. What is it? The one most wonderful time of the year? Fuck that. Yeah. You fucking goyams <laughs> and all of your faux, <laughs> your faux joy and busting out those holiday fucking sweaters and jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell. Fucking kill me. Um, now, the holidays are not great for us. No. <clears throat> no. My dad had the audacity to die on December 23rd. And for this Gentile Protestant Christian chick, it's yes. like I literally looked at him on his deathbed when he was dying of cancer. I said, if you die on actual Christmas, I will never forgive you. So he <laughs> <laughs> he was nice enough to pass on the 23rd, but it's right. still a pain in the ass because then you're sad on the 23rd. The 24th, you have a hangover. And then by the 25th, right. you're like, I just need to get to New Year's. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's the whole week shot. Yeah. Yeah. Strategy wise, the 23rd feels a little brutal. It's just, you know, and it was selfish of him to get cancer and die at the holiday. But, you know, it was always about him. So it is what it is. You know, you know, my father in law (laughs) had the audacity to die uh, just right after New Year's Day. Oh, what a day. New Year, new me, like fresh start. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. And I remind him of that as he's in the closet right now. Yes. Um, In an urn. Yeah, we. In an urn, we keep him with with all his records and stuff. So he has to listen to me podcast every week. And I worry about that for him. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's statistically the holiday season is is not the most joyful time of the year. It's awkward. You're getting fatter. You're getting poorer. Yeah. You know, you're getting uh, sadder. It's kind of an ameldum of all those things. I just used the word ameldum. I don't know what that means. I think I learned it from a Real Housewives episode. Didn't yeah, land. I think, I know, I think it's a hodgepodge. I would just say hodgepodge, okay. you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm from the South. I'm from Georgia. So I know about 10 words. You know, my vocabulary isn't strong. I can barely uh, read. <laughs> do you know that I barely graduated high school? Same, same, sis. Like, got a call, had to go to night school senior year. El Camino. <laughs> Just let that fucking simmer. <laughs> had to go to El Camino night school with the problem kids and uh, got a call two days before graduation that I, I wasn't going to be able to walk. What were you, what credits were you failing or missing? Oh, I mean, where do we begin? (laughs) I just stopped going to class and then my GPA fell to a 1.7. How, Jackie? You're a go-getter. What the fuck are you talking about? No, but I'm, I'm really not. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Like only if it benefits my own self-amusement or my bank account, then I'm then I'm a rise and grinder to a degree, 36%. But beyond that, 
I don't like people telling me what to do. So, you know, Mrs. McLaughlin or whatever her fucking name was with her blue eyeliner telling me that I needed to, you know, reassess my essay or I needed to work on my, my subject predication or whatever the fuck it was. I was like, no, I'm not taking advice from you, ho. See, I I am the exact same way and I will do anything for self-amusement, but I'm very much so a little bit like a skeezy politician. I was student body president of my high school. So I was in the office every Monday, like at 8 a.m., like doing the damn thing. I loved it. I stirred the pot. I knew the gossip. I thrived. Yeah. But my, but I am so books, uh, book, you know, I don't know, not smart that um, I had to do that. Like I knew that if I didn't play that, the social angle, I was not going to get into college. And then I basically didn't get into college and I ended up at the university of Mississippi, which Mm -mm. full circle blessing in disguise. But I remember just thinking this is as good as it gets. (laughs) I'm going to Mississippi. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I feel that, you know, I was vice president student body vice president but then i was kicked out of asb because i had a 1.7 gpa (laughs) but could you now did you go to a public school oh yeah okay so because i went to a small private school so if you skip school if you so much as like sneezed in the cafeteria they knew about it i mean we had to wear uniforms we were on lockdown the skipping school wasn't as easy so you just wouldn't go to class all the time like daily i was just like i'm just gonna go like have a california roll in the vons parking lot and like, you know, listen to fucking Britney Circus or whatever I was listening to. Good for you. I wish I, I could do like, that. I'm not doing this anymore. Right. I, I had such a like a complex where I was like, these people are all fucking losers. Right. I don't need to sit in a stupid public school classroom mm-hmm. learning chemistry that I'm I'm either going to cheat. Yeah. Or I'm going to skip. So both of those options aren't great. And I, I went with the latter. I have always said, and maybe because it's a, I'm like such a, a creative on that. Like, I don't even know how to count to 10. Like that side of my brain when it comes to math, like I said, taxes, chemistry, biology, whatever that shit is, I don't understand it. I would love to be a teacher for maybe like three days and just have one program and it's called stay in your lane. And I go around the class, <laughs> figure what everybody's like sort of good at, you know, yeah. and then. And then be like, okay, you're kind of cunty. You should be an attorney, you know, and just like read the room, do like a really intense high school read and then be like, listen, you don't have to know biology. You don't have to know geometry, bitch. You are going to open like a a dildo line, like follow your path, you know, and just really lean into that. You're never you're not going to be a veterinary assistant. No, you're too much of a whore. Let's rejig the four. (laughs) You need braces, so you're not going to be in a front-facing job, so let's maybe put you in, like, IT. You know, it's not that hard. (laughs) It would be so beneficial. You know, I was a student counselor for years. I used to make it my mission to find the closeted homosexual children every single summer. Yeah. And it didn't matter if they were 4 or 14. I could sniff it on their skin. Like, I just knew. Yeah. I just knew. And there was this one kid in particular, and he was about maybe five. And I knew that that man, that boy was just yearning for the rainbow. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Gay as gay gets. And I dedicated my summer to getting him to lean into his homosexuality. Now his mother got wind of some of the activities that were taking place and pulled him out of the camp. Regardless, I feel like I did a mitzvah and I feel like I did him a very solid act of service. You did. And honestly, he 
I'm sure sits in a therapist's office now as an adult male and is like, God, I miss Jackie. Where is she? You know what I mean? And little does yes. he know that you have a hit podcast. You know, little does little he know. Little does he fucking know. Do you know that I even did that ink blot test with him? To try, oh. And I would do dicks <laughs> to see if... <laughs> To see if to it see sparked if he joy. Aroused. Yeah. <laughs> a little flush of the cheek. I'm like, and what do you see when I show you this? And it was just two big old balls and a big old dick. I'm the opposite. I've never gotten like kids, you know, to come out with me. Also, I just, I, I don't know. I haven't lived my life around children much, but I'll be sitting at like a airport bar and somebody will sit next to me and just tell me the craziest shit like the deepest darkest like I killed somebody in Detroit this is where the body is I got to catch a flight to Tampa and then they just disappear I've had people come out to me at the airport there's something about I think it's because I have a little extra like fat in my face it's like soft collagen there's a soft feature that people just say you have a very familiar soft kind face little do they know I'm a gossip monger but you know what I mean (laughs) Like, I have people just tell me crazy shit in a Sky Club. They'll sit next to me, have a tequila, tell me their life story. You have a very uh, warm, disarming energy about you, I can say firsthand, because I feel like I told you my deepest, darkest secrets and, like, all my family trauma within <laughs> 24 hours of knowing you. Things that I, like, would not discuss with with my sister, with people that I've, like, known for 30-plus years. <laughs> Me and you go to a lunch in the Deep Valley, and I am, like, uh, like I'm spilling my soul to you. But you know what? I think it's the Pisces in me. It's the Southern. But listen, Jackie, I won't tell anybody your shit. Like you're my ride or die. No, you know what I mean? There's like 20, 20 people that. in my life where I'll hold their secrets. Sorry, what were you saying about wounds. me? <laughs> There's a lot of people in this industry that, you know, like their personality, but then, you know, them behind the scenes. I actually respect you. I don't know. It, what, take it for what it's worth, but I like you and respect you. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to take that. And I and vice versa. I was talking to Andrew about this because he also loves and respects you, which and he doesn't know anybody. I keep him, you know, locked up in the right. attic, Andrew Frank. And <laughs> I I try not to have any friends in the in the space because I do find overall people to be disappointing and on yeah. and just like inauthentic and roachy and cringy. And I'm just like, I don't fucking roll like that. I don't want to hang out with people that are staging the food and busting the ring lights before <laughs> before we partake in a crab cake. Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the emotional or social bandwidth to even go along or co-sign on something mm-hmm. like that. So when you meet someone that feels real and the lights never dim because they're never on. Do you know what I mean? Yes. yes. Like, it's not like we cut recording and then it's like the, we glaze. Right. No, we've been, t- there is we've been talking shit. Something behind the eyes. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't do it. And that's kind of why I didn't want to have guests because I'm just like, I'm at a place where I just want to have, funny, interesting conversations that don't bore the fuck out of me. Yes. Yes. And, and it's almost like when we're, when I feel like when you and I chat, you kind of forget, or like when you're talking to people that don't, that have the glimmer behind their eye, you almost forget your podcasting. You're like, I'm just giggling. Like I'm laughing my ass off, just talking shit. That's what I want to do. Talking shit. And I'm, I yearn for, um, consistency. Yeah. In these troubling times. <laughs> and I want to know that when I'm looking at someone on the computer screen, on a FaceTime, at a lunch, whatever the fuck it is, that what I'm getting and what I'm metabolizing is truly who they yeah. are. 
and it's a no shtick zone. And I really, people need to know that about you. You're better in the flesh. You're better in real life. Well, I, before you know we, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, pre- listen, I appreciate it. Uh, I, I, before we start recording, I, I'm so dry right now. Like uh, this is the season where as somebody who is riddled with eczema, I don't thrive in the winter. I'm more of a summer gal. And I was like, I was like, listen, bitch, I don't have any makeup on. I have no bra on my teeth. I literally have sweat dripping down underneath my areola. And I have to keep putting on not a sponsor of the podcast, but this like ointment on my lips because I don't know how to not make out with my dog, which I know you're very much in love with your dog, but because it's dry and I have eczema, I just have eczema all around my mouth. It looks like, I mean, it looks, I look disgusting. Fuck me. I slicked my hair back for you just because I did look like John Malkovich or uh, Cameron Diaz's character in John Malkovich this morning, but I'm on the same wavelength. I don't got my bra on. I was last night. Let me tell you a fun activity for an hour. I was putting things under my breasts yeah just to see the hold like and i do that often but they've gotten lower and this book Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna show you something this is no one will see this (laughs) look at this yeah yeah this is a chapter book yeah i'm so sorry to whoever sees this at tirabina oh yeah i'm sorry yeah that's one boob this banana (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking fits it sticks and it fits it fucking fits i i don't i don't this is a Helen Keller chapter book, just in case you were wondering. I'll send you Please. one. I've got 10 of them. I've been hearing all these things that apparently it might have been a scam. Now, I know that's crazy, but on TikTok, there's a whole Helen Keller TikTok. And people are saying she might have been scamming. Uh, yes, I have been saying this for fucking yeah. years. People don't like it when you assassinate the character of a deaf and blind person. <laughs> oh <my God>. How? <laughs> Right, 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 right. I can't imagine why. <laughs> All at 8.15 a.m. But I'm just saying, oh, my God, have you ever seen the videos? This is going to get me in trouble. I don't care. There are YouTube videos mm-hmm. that show her and her alleged scissor sister. It's also alleged that Helen Keller might have been a les- lesbo. It sounds about right. Yeah, yeah why I not? I mean, listen, like, you can't see. You can't hear. I'd love the A hole's a hole. I would love that. And could you imagine being deaf and blind and then feeling a penis come at you? Absolutely fucking not. Of course she was a lesbian. You want to get hit with the one-eyed snow? <laughs> that it, you know, it gets near you and it kind of, it's like smelly and weird and long and hard. I'd be like, get that away from me. Absolutely. Go, get a, take a walk. Take a walk and then imagine the fleshy balls. Oh my God. You're like, what the fuck is this? No. And all you know is Braille. So who knows what you're reading in the scrotum? It's a no. It's a hard it's a no. no. So what's this YouTube video? So all things considered, a vagina probably feels more feasible. You've already felt to your own. And if your sensory, you know, your senses rely on touch, then maybe that feels more familiar and less scary than a big old dick coming at you. I actually think if she wasn't a lesbian, then then really the universe is a lie. You know, she was definitely a lesbian. And there is a YouTube video. I will send it to you after Please this, do. of her with her alleged lesbian tryst scissor okay. sister and the way that she has she she puts th- there's like a finger in the mouth and then like a finger on the like on the ear or something and they mimic sounds so that so the the lover will be like ah and then helen keller will go ah like she by her feeling her lover's face she's able to make sounds uh-huh. and this sounds insensitive it's just hard for me to wrap around the fact that she she wrote this 
the world I live in in optimism, a collection of, collection of essays by Helen Keller. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what the, I'm... The language, this is a lot. This is a lot. I'm 100% optimistic that we've been bamboozled. And, and I love that for her. That makes me actually respect her more. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like kind of, it's actually, fuck, I'm going to get canceled for this. It's not even the same, but also like when the Jesse Smollett thing happened and he like lied about uh-huh. getting like jumped and he like paid two guys, like shit like that. You're like, did you think you were going to get away with that? I'm so confused. So confused. But then also like once it lingers and the dust settles, I'm like, I'm like, wow, what? Hood yes, spot? exactly. Wow. You thought I'm going to get him. I'm going to. I gotcha. <laughs> I got this one. Watch me. It's like that level of, of confidence. I really I admire it and I respect it to a small degree because I just find it to be brave and bold. And I think we really respect that kind of behavior because I could never pull that off. I am awkwardly transparent about my life. And I think especially when you're like in comedy, I'm like, no one would ever believe me if I tried to pull some of this shit. I couldn't. I just, it's not in me. I couldn't do it. I've got to be like, listen, I got eczema. It is what it is, but that's it. It's a wrap. Yeah. I yearn for that because in my head, like sometimes I feel like I put that off, like I, I'm capable of some weird ass shit. And I am in terms of my marriage. Yeah. Like I could bamboozle that motherfucker hot and nasty. Andrew, what a gem. What a sweet, sweet soul. Not a genius. Right. Oh, Jeff is dumber than a brick. I love him, but there are days where I look at him and I go, you're 33 years old. How have you survived as a successful adult thus far? Like there are basic yeah. day-to-day tasks that he can't figure out. And I'm not talking about like laundry or like how to cook. I'm talking about just open the fucking door. Like there are days where I see him just standing at the garage. (laughs) He can't figure it out, you know, and he went to Penn State. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck. Yeah. It's like a lack of resourcefulness, I feel. Yeah. And it really triggers me because I I do believe there is such thing as stupid questions. I try not to ask anybody any fucking (laughs) questions. I like to like keep it. Keep it home first. You know, I try to figure it out. I internalize, I ignite my pilot light, and I figure shit out because I'm not comfortable seeming uh, mediocre and stupid. So I say this to Andrew all the time. I'm like, I don't need to be bored with the mundane intricacies of your simple, simple cerebral cortex. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh-huh, 100%. Because you're boring me with your stupidity. Like, I don't, yo no comprendo. Like, I don't. The wheels, they're not even kind of turning. They're going back. And like we need to lube up the hog. I feel the same way in the sense that I hate to look stupid. And I think it's probably my own insecurity that I wasn't great at like, you know, testing during my life. Like the Iowa test that you had to take in elementary. I like made a three on and SATs weren't mm. my strong suit. So I get very much. I've always been like, I'm street smart. I'm street smart. I'm street smart. That's yeah. what I say. And I think it's just a coping mechanism because, um, you know, I've got maybe three brain cells left after the amount of tequila I've drank in my life. But there are moments yeah. with Jeff because he's like, quote unquote, highly intelligent. And I'm just like, mm. you wouldn't fucking survive. Like now that I've been with him for so long, you couldn't wipe your ass, go to work, figure out life without me. And I but I, I really try deep inside like we've been figuring out like. 
you know, accounting shit and finances. And I, you know, started an LLC just so the, the IRS would get off my ass and shit like that. Good girl. Embezzling. Good embezzling. And uh, yeah. And I sit in on legal embezzling. Yeah. And I <laughs> know it well. Know it well. And I sit in on these meetings and I'm literally Googling, like, you know, what is uh, synergy? Just because I want to feel like I know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I don't. I don't. And, I, and right. I'm ashamed about it. I am. But you know what? I mean, you're a genius in your own right. So I, there's a lot of things that you know that those fuckers don't know. Like how to rock a flawless cheetah pajama shirt. That, you're really building me up and I appreciate it. Also, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about today. I, I'm just like circling. I'm done. I have no creativity left, Jackie. I have nothing left. No, no, me either. I, I have nothing left to give anybody because I haven't experienced anything I haven't even mm. been out and you know locked eyes with a cute Guatemalan man to have a story to tell there's nothing I have nothing left to say yeah it goes one of two ways where I feel so depleted socially that I I, I just feel so unhinged yeah. where I'm awkward socially but then also an oversharer or I'm like leaning in too hard I told the man at my local Gelson's I was picking up a Branzino that I was having diarrhea for days and I didn't need to tell him (laughs) that I was having anal leakage and broke my toilet but anybody that I can hold conversation with for more than 30 seconds I have let them know that I broke my toilet with crippling diarrhea you saw the footage you I sent you the picture I'm making doctor's appointments just like I was like I need to go to a urologist nothing wrong used to get like rampant UTIs. I kind of grew out of them. My urethra caught up to the size of my body. But there's a point where I'm like, I'm just going to go see a urologist so I can sit in an office for an hour and have someone touch me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to schedule a pap smear just to feel the tender, tender maternal touch of of my doctor 100% that is where I'm at like I was like I'm gonna go see a fertility specialist I mean I was thinking about freezing my eggs but now I'm like excited just to sit in a room with other women who are like kind of hormonal you know what I mean I I don't even want a baby anytime soon I was like I'm just gonna do this because I got nothing else to do who does that doesn't it feel good to shit talk and kibitz with strangers like in a doctor's office like when I get COVID tested Mm -hmm. I try to read the energy of the masked people in the line and just like go with my intuition. And I try to like stir up conversation with like the one cunty girl, three people back. So we can like have this silent exchange of talking shit about the other guy who's not wearing his mask properly. And it makes me feel alive. It makes me feel so alive. And I think you're good. Like we both have like big big uh, kind of doughy eyes I could do a deep eye roll you know what I mean I can like oh yeah. I can clock some girl named Michelle in the corner hit a deep eye roll and she's like I know that you know that we all know that the guy Mike who's filling out his insurance information right now is a fucking pedophile thousand <laughs> percent and do you find that the mask gives you some form of like anonymity where you can really start talking shit under your breath out loud because I started doing that too and I love it all day I, someone will hit me I am gonna get smacked in the face at a Trader Joe's because a woman's like what the fuck did you just say and I'm like oh fuck I'm not ready to beef I'm all talk like I could, don't think I could ever physically fight someone because I truly am a no, baby yeah. back bitch but there are days where I'm like it's gonna go down Trader Joe's on a Monday it's happening this is what really bothers me at the Trader Joe's is I don't like Like, I don't need a family outing with your super spreaders 
at the Trader Joe's because some somebody has to exit before you enter. So now with your sh- fucking sh- snot-nosed little gremlin children that look like they crawled out of the ground, now I got to wait for five more people to leave so you and your super spreaders can be touching all the fucking shitty lemons. You know what I mean? And then they're breathing and they're talking and there's droplets and they're they're wasting space. That being said, I cannot order groceries online because I literally looked at my mom the other day and I go, I need to go into the store and touch everything and feel it and see what I want. <laughs> By the way, same, but yeah, but there is compliance involved right. and I don't need the kids. Mom, I want the lemonade. I'm like, I will slap you right. in front of your own mother. I will slap you. Stop. I've I've started to get like a deep relationship with the people at my Trader Joe's and I circle through them. I go, I hit my Whole Foods and my Trader Joe's. You got to get the good snacks right. at TJ's, but you got to get the good produce and the, you know, the meats and yeah, shit. You can't go to, you don't go to Trader Joe's for produce. That's amateur. That's amateur. You can get some good basil, you know, some celery. The, the, yeah. Sure. Uh, but I. The garlic dip. Yeah. I was in Trader Joe's the other day. I swear to God, this girl, she's kind of like. She's kind of like the Kristen Wiig character from SNL that was the target lady. So I yes. I get cookie dough, like the, you know, the break and bake or whatever. And I get to, it's like, it's like 9 p.m. on a Saturday. And I was like, I just going to come for a bottle of wine, some cookie dough. She's checking yeah. me out. She goes, she's probably 55, a little heavy set lady. And she goes, ooh, I haven't tried this cookie dough yet, but I'll tell you what, I wouldn't even bake them. I would just crack them open and eat the dough raw. And like... <laughs> She said it with kind of like a little lateral lisp and kind of looked at me and winked. And I was like, we're flirting right now over cookie dough. This woman is so fucking excited to talk about the fact that she too stress eats in her car with raw cookie dough. I was like, this bitch gets me. This is the best Saturday night of my life. You know, you can only find that at Trader Joe's. I've got I had to stop going to my local one. I have to like kind of venture west. There is a woman named Celeste who's we she could be 20 or she could be 68. (laughs) She 100% had a small stint in her life, heavy on the meth, okay? She makes a comment about every fucking thing in the cart. And it usually has a combo platter of a quip or a joke like, orange, you glad I didn't say banana? And I'm like, I will, like, you have to stop. Like, I can't do this. I can't do it once. I can't do it twice. I can't do it over arugula. I can't do it. And I hate when you have something in your cart and you're like, I'm so excited to try this, like, you know, truffle cauliflower dip. And she's like, I don't know how to tell you this, but it it doesn't hit the spot. And you're like, God damn it. Thank you for your input. But Cheryl, I want to get home and try it myself. I've been looking forward to it. I get the Trader Joe's frequent flyer like magazine and highlight things Mm -hmm. that I'm going to go try. That's how fucking like desperate I am for attention and stimulation. Yeah. Ooh, have you tried the new Zoog? No. What is that? Zoog is. Oh, okay. Hot fucking tip, guys. You got to get the garlic dip, which is just a banger. Then you got to get the Zoog, which is this like spicy jalapeno herb Middle Eastern dip. Delightful on a chicken. Wait. Oh, yes. It comes. Yes, it's green and it kind of looks like um, almost. Yeah, like a uh, Middle Eastern pesto, if you will. Exactly. It will give you butt burn if consumed in high doses. But sometimes that's a good thing. Speaking of butt burn, do you ever get the uh, chili oil? The crunchy chili oil with the onions and the garlic. My favorite fucking thing. Oh, my thing. God. Ever. Period. Oh my, I, I just eat that with a yeah, spoon. Yeah, absolutely. A little, like on just like a beautiful baguette of bread. Oh, I just came. Put some lemon on that bitch. <laughs> I'm slipping out of my chair. 
I'm damn. That's another thing. You know, when the song WAP came out, I literally silently kind of looked around to like no one in my room. And I was like, how wet can a pussy get? You know what I mean? I'm not even trying to do a bit right now, but I was like, I, I, I'm, it's a little dry. Like, I don't know if I have a medical condition. Like, do you? Yeah. Who needs a mop? Like, I don't need a bucket. But what is Cardi B doing that she's getting that wet? It doesn't make sense to me. Offset. No. Oh, could you get turned on by him? I sure as hell couldn't. No, dry as the Saharas. He's disgusting. And he cheats on her all the time. I fucking hate him. I hate him. I hate him, too. She's a good one. You know, she's successful. Her glow up has been unbelievable. She's looking hot. She's rich as fuck. I, she can do better. She could do better. But I just think I, I felt very insecure for like two weeks when that's that, you know, song was out. And I was calling my friends like, do you guys are your vaginas just moist all the time? I'm very confused because it's no, it's tumbleweeds. It's, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a facade. How do you feel about Michael Bublé? Oh, OK. <laughs> mm. Two parts. One, I do want to sit on his yeah. face with my dry vagina. But two, I okay. also think he would skin me and wear me. You know what I mean? Right. I can't tell. I'm a yeah. little I'm a little torn. How about yourself? I fucking hate okay. him and I, I'm not entirely sure why. I really something about his Christmas music, mm-hmm. like the first time you hear it when you're at the home goods yeah. and you're just picking up some discount candles and it's fucking October right. and all of a sudden you get raped in the ears by a fucking Michael Bublé Christmas number. It it upsets me. I think that he's has microaggression. Oh, he very well um, could. Yeah. I don't love his face. <laughs> no, see, I'd fuck it. I, Just between us, I, not a huge fan of his face or his hair cut. Well, no, see, I think he's a little tender, but I do think if you sat down and had to have like an A to B like personal conversation, you'd end up... You know, stabbing yourself in the eye with a candelabra or something like you just would be like, I can't get through this conversation. But again, I think that's a deeper conversation, Jackie, that has to do with the fact Mm. that we hate the holidays. So I think it maybe I think you're projecting onto him. And I really think it's deep rooted inside. Fuck, I keep forgetting that it's Christmas and then I keep bringing it back up and it depresses me instantly. (laughs) Right. Because you just don't realize because it's you've buried it. Yeah. You've suppressed it. Yeah. And when people start putting out the tinsels and then this is how you do Ugh. the lights. Also, we live in a gated community and the HOA is like up everyone's ass. But like mm. I'm thinking about now that I've moved home, I, I'm thinking about maybe running for HOA president. I'd be the youngest HOA president <gasps> ever. I want to stir the pot. Heather, I please. Know. It's like, please, I will help you with a campaign slogan. I have I am a expert. Okay. At campaign slogans. Do you know what mine what? was in high what? school and middle school and fucking elementary school? Because I was on ASB and student council president for every single fucking part of my academic career. Listen to this. This one's for the Jews. You'll always roll a gimmel <laughs> when you vote for Jackie yes. Schimmel. It was niche. Yeah. Okay. It appealed to the Jews. Yes. And I won every fucking time. I love this. Mine was always McMahon can and she will. Ooh. Mm -hmm. See, I like that because it's strong. It's assertive. Mm -hmm. And it it gives me faith and hope. Like, oh, she can and she will. So watch out. We are uh, the the HOA is such an aggressive thing in my neighborhood. And there is this really Mm. like there's. One family, they had professional decorations done. Okay. 
professional decor. Wow. This is the kind of neighborhood. Nobody's out. Sh- They're definitely getting a divorce. Yeah. They got a daughter with a, a pregnancy. They're overcompensating. Well, no, but there's nobody in our neighborhood who hangs their own lights. These are a bunch of like rich doctors and shit. And they're like, they have the landscaping crew out yeah. there hanging the lights and all this shit. So this one family, I'm like, right. oh, these guys have been out of here for like 10 hours. I mean, they are working this crew. And then it's the tackiest shit you've ever seen. There's a snow globe. There's a this, there's a that. And I literally was like, I got a fucking tingle in my twat. I was like, that's it. I'm going to send an email. I'm going to tell the HOA. Yes. Have you seen Carl and Linda's house? Because that it's fucking tacky as shit. And I'm like, I'm turning into the person that I've always hated. But it is what it is. Listen, McCann can. <laughs> McMahon can. And she will. And she will. <laughs> The last part is my favorite because it just reiterates the former. Like it really packs a punch and it it gives you such, such an edge. Now, does this family have those inflatables that casually deflate during the daytime and then reinflate? I hate that. No, they're up all the time. And it's wild because there is such a snobbery in this neighborhood of like these older Southern people who, you know, would be like, I put up three strings of lights and that's it. And so the fact it's a younger family and I'm like, they don't even fucking know what they've done. I mean, there are, there are old women, a street over just up sweating in the middle of the night. And I kind of want to get in on the gossip. I want to stir the pot. I want to be in on the drama. Do I draw? I need you in a Mm pantsuit and a red lip and you need to bust down that HOA. I see this for you, Heather. And we want to do something kind of dramatic to the outside of our house. And everyone's like, okay, off the record. So, well, no, on the record, it's fine. You know, everybody now is painting their house white brick, but it's whatever. We want to do that. We want to paint the house white, but we can't do it because HOA said no. So I told my mom, I said, this is what mm-hmm. you're going to do. We're going to paint the house white. And when they come up to say like, you did, we didn't give you permission. You're going to be standing at the end of the driveway with no pants on. And we're just going to tell everybody you have mm-hmm. dementia and you're going to go with it for like a month. And then you're going to snap out of it. Like, I'm like, that's what you have right. to do in order for us to do aesthetically what we want to the outside of our house. Well, she should be willing to do that and take it for the team. That's what I said. But she's a selfish bitch, you know? <laughs> like, mom, take your pants off and get at the bo- bottom of that fucking driveway. Come on. Yeah. Got to pull your weight. Got to pull your weight. And then everyone will say, oh, Robin has dementia. She didn't know. You know, she forgot to send the email first before we approved it. I'm like, if we want this house to be in tip top shape, you got to walk around with no pants on. It is what it is. I feel like there are a lot of like cheese boards that could be delivered in your yes. favor for the dementia. Yes. I mean, I feel like floral arrangements. Who doesn't love a fresh floral? You know, everybody loves that fucking green egg, that grill. I am still triggered oh, by yeah. it because the week my dad died, like, God, it'll be five years this year. But the week my dad died, our neighbors across the street, the loveliest people, they brought us over a green egg turkey. And it was the driest fucking thing I had ever had. And to this day, when people are like, hey, come over, let's do a cookout on the green egg. I'm like, no, I I can't fucking do it. I can't smell it. Like once you get a dry ass kind of meat from a green egg, you're like, the holidays are ruined. Who cares that my dad's dead? It's fucking ruined, you know, because of the turkey, because of the fucking turkey. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, Jackie. I'm sorry. Go ahead and cut this. (laughs) No, I'm like riveted and I'm very, very into this. Highly, highly into this. Speaking of like HOA, like the all of that shit, we just put an offer on a new house Ooh. and I wrote the most dramatic pity party sob story, photos included, uh, letter to the owner of the house because ironically, this house that we're trying to buy was my mother's childhood <gasps> home. I had no idea. Chills. 
Isn't that crazy? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I need this whole backstory. Yes. Okay. So in a nutshell, uh, we want to live in this one neighborhood. These houses never go for sale. It's super competitive. Our realtor calls us and says, hey, there's this house. It's going to be listed at the end of December, blah, blah, blah. I go do a drive-by. I love it. Haven't been on the inside, so that's pretty fucking stupid. Have no idea. It could be a a meth den, a crack den. Don't care. Asbestos, whatever. I'm like, we got to get this house. So I am talking to my grandparents, and I'm like, hey, we found a house. We're going to put an offer. Give them the address. They both start crying. I'm like, why the fuck are you crying? Get it together, you weirdos. They're like, oh, my God, that was that was the home your mom grew up. (gasps) Oh, I love this. Isn't that crazy? But like we, we haven't gotten it yet. Because speaking of dementia, there's someone who lives in there with dementia. He's like 95 years old. And I'm ready to drive over and pull the plug. Yeah, you have to. Wait a minute. I want you after this, I want you to send me the address and I'm going to also send a letter. You know what I mean? Or I will like whatever we have to do or I'll pull the plug. I will help you get this house. Yes. Wow. So how did I I hope we do? I mean, we're putting a full ask offer in. I know. Isn't that fucking crazy? I don't understand real estate, but I actually think real estate would be the only thing I would be good at at outside of comedy. And I. Oh, you would sling houses. Sling houses. It's all sales. This is all. I mean, podcasting is sales. That's all we're doing is selling people, you know, the bullshit. Selling our souls. I say that we're common day prostitutes. Oh, absolutely. We're verbal prostitutes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, just slinging deodorants. Sling. All of the things. I mean, love them all. Love them all. But we are prostitutes and we should know that. about Love ourselves. them all. But didn't you feel like the week of Black Friday or whatever even is Black Friday anymore? But the week of Thanksgiving, it was like every brand that mm. I have ever worked with ever in the history mm. of branding was like, we need you to do a swipe mm. up. And I literally just had to tell my audience, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Mom oh, yeah. has to pay the bills. I need new garage doors and to paint the house white. I need you guys to uh, go ahead and swipe up. <laughs> It is. It's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. And I feel it internally. And I know you do, too, because we are anti-influencers. We don't do the vocal fry. We don't do the Kira Kira. You know, we don't do any Mm -hmm. of that. We don't lean into that. I'm not face tuning my face. But, you know, once in a while, mommy needs a new back. Right. And sometimes... A swipe up is included. I mean, literally, if it means you swipe up and I can... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, go to the Turks and Caicos. I'm going to need you to follow suit. Yeah, and it just, it is what it yeah. is. And I, and I want people to know that I'm not proud of myself. Absolutely not. I'm actually... Like, I know what's going on, and I'm I'm embarrassed, and I know my close friends are talking shit about me, but I'm still doing it because I, I need to buy a new sofa. And on, then on the other end of it, like two days later when the check's cleared, I'm like, fuck everybody. I've been giving you premium fucking content and this is not for free. So if you want to do a swipe up on Instagram and then you send me messages, I love your stories, then suck my dick and just, you know, buy the CBD. Suck it hard. <laughs> suck it hard. hard. Okay. Yeah. Very hard. Deep yeah. throat. Heather. Yeah. I could do this all day with you. I love you. Uh, I really am praying. I'm lighting candles. I'm going to have my mom anoint something in our house for your house. We're not Catholic. Summon Jesus for me. Ask him. Do me a favor. I know the Catholics like put something upside down in their yard if they want to like sell a house or buy a house. I don't know. Oh, let me know. I don't know what non-denominational Christians slash quarter Jews do, but I will figure that out and I will set that wish into the universe for you. One more quick question. How do you feel about a front lawn nativity scene? Um, I think 
I, as somebody who loves Jesus, but also right. knows that the Jews uh, are God's chosen people, I just feel burn it all to hell. Copy. <laughs> Uh, I want to tell you one one last thing that I used to do in high yeah. school because I, I just want to be honest with you. During the holidays, mm-hmm. me and my best friend Max would drive around all the local neighborhoods and we would steal baby Jesus out of the front lawn <laughs> nativity. Sounds scenes, about right. And we would put them in the trunk. Uh huh. Yeah. So at uh, one time we would and we there would be cash incentive for whoever could collect the most baby Jesus. Okay. And I would always win because I'm you know fast like a like a puma. Mm-hmm. And I one time collected like upwards of like 13 baby Jesuses in my Volvo S40 in the trunk. And how has your life gone since then? (laughs) I mean, relatively well, I would say. (laughs) I think Jesus might be haunting you. So just sleep with one eye open. I feel like my life, you know, people say karma, karma, like... I actually consider myself to be a beautiful person, which is, you know, maybe not going to land well. I think I'm like a really, really lovely, good person. And my life has been on an upward trajectory. Like, I feel like if karma is really a thing, then maybe I would be burning in hell. But I'm I feel I feel hashtag blessed. Can I be honest? Jesus has a sense of humor. There's no way he doesn't. So I always think that he's probably like giggling with you. He's like, bitch got 13. Yes, queen. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's in on the joke. Right. He's in on it. I, uh- like he probably would thank me for for taking away those illuminated Home Depot baby Jesuses. They had no business being on the lawn. By the way, also, it's cold outside. Yeah, and honestly, he's probably going to come back and be like, you guys had it all wrong. First of all, I didn't even die at Christmas. They think it might have been like May or born or whatever. Mm. He's like, honestly, all you fuckers had it wrong. So you probably, you're doing the world a favor, Jackie. And I think we really appreciate you for that. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, Love you. (laughs) Happy holidays, everybody. Bye. Bye. 